Um, we have got teams working on that, and we're really crossing our thumbs that this will come to a head because although elsewhere uh, torchings is also endemic, but in our case particularly, we've, um, this is the fourth incident this year, and our commuters are really reeling, feeling the loss of capacity. Mm. And have you considered having CCTVs in some of the areas where the platforms uh, are accessible or increasing security in and outside of the train? All of those things we've done, um, a particular, well, your uh, listeners may not be aware of it, but in the Western Cape since March, we have introduced additional safety measures, armed guards, uh, drone technologies, um, armoured vehicles. We, we operate right through gangland. And it, it's paid dividends because since March we've had scores of arrests and there's 105 people currently awaiting trial. Now, with the criminal matters amendment law that was signed uh, into law recently, we are able to oppose bail, which we've done very successfully. And we've, in the Western Cape, had our first two uh, convictions, where the first one was a 15-year sentence and another three collectively got 11 years. So it's certainly paying dividends, but... The train fires at the moment are still our nemesis, and we're hoping to put the lid on that as soon as possible. Mm. And uh, the estimated damage? Well, we take historical cost. It depends on, on obviously, the total amount of damage, what the condition of the coach was before, but it's roughly estimated, as you said, at about $30 million. That's a lot of money. And, and uh, any loss of lives in, in these incidents, these latest incidents? In this incident, thank God not. But we have once before, um, twice before, I had loss of life and recently um, a person burnt very, very badly. So they really, if if you're up to that kind of mischief, it's not without victims. Hmm. I mean, I, I know I, I, I've read a terrible story about uh, a young woman who, well, a woman who was burnt inside of one of your carriages at your uh, trains in, in in the Western Cape. And we understand that two assailants got on and they started pouring, pouring petrol while they were in it and lit the carriage on fire. Is, is there any reason in terms of, I don't know, investigations you may have done for people to do this? Is this targeted at people in or Metro Rail in particular? What what have you been able to establish? We don't know. The police um, are investigating, and as I say, since March, we've got a, a forensic capability, which we also hope will get to the bottom of it. Because you're quite right, that by and large, these fires had a pattern that would happen outside of a station and when the trains were already empty. So one could assume mischief. But when you start getting victims, then it's getting a lot more serious. And not to talk about the poor people who rely on trains. I'm just quickly looking at the area that these two, uh, these seven carriages of the two trains, those trains were part of the Northern Fleet. And in the Western Cape, our network looks a bit like a hand with the risk being the terminal station Cape Town. But we operate across seven municipalities and some people travel in excess of two hours from the furthest point to Cape Town. So every every train that we lose is a couple of thousand people without transport. So it's really, really getting very serious for us because people are unable to get to work. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Rihanna Scott, Western Cape Metro Rail spokesperson.